you need to roll better. I'm testing. It's on. Put the parts in the back. Car is on. Uh, if I press that button, still going. Okay. Right now, it doesn't matter. No, because we're still going to talk anyway. I mean, so, yeah, it's literally, it's literally just recording a conversation that was going to happen. This is a sidebar episode, if it ever becomes a thing. We need we need to think of a name for when we have special barrier map. Barrier like map. Side adventures. Right, we are currently sitting in an old car on a runway surrounded by no one else. It's very normal. As we are the last people to leave the fair that aren't dealers, pretty much. Yeah. Um... I've had a lovely warfare and I'm just waiting for the screen. <laughs> it's such an old sentence. I've had some lovely warfare. Just lovely. A lovely bit of warfare. Just, I'm going to just wait for the screen to demist a little as it's got a little cold and moist. I wonder if that like massive blower is going to be, you know, it ruins yeah. sound quality. Oh my God. There you go. I'm speaking to you now from inside the wind tunnel. Yeah, so it's either going to work or it's not. It's fine. We might, might need to edit it a lot or do some sound balancing. I mean, it's not a proper episode. It's, it's a classic it's a Matt, sidebar episode. Um, I've had a lovely time. We've been here six hours. Yeah. Quite a while. Well, I nearly, think about, nearly seven. I think about two hours of that was playing Bot War, though. I honestly two think hours? we were playing Bot War for two hours. Easy. Wow. Okay. So, what happened today? We drove down, had a lovely chat. We had a nice chat on the way down. Half considered recording our chat on the way down. But we didn't. No. Um, I think that's sufficient to drive. Yes, I'd agree. Safe to drive. I think we can, first map we can now officially begin the classic barrier map. Oh, there's a G6. Now, I, I think this is an okay way to exit this airfield. Yeah, but we won't know until we try. <laughs> we won't know until we try. We are going off-road. Oh. Okay. 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 We're on a main. We're on a road. Okay. I'm sure I've worked here. You probably have. I'm sure. You've I worked have. everywhere, haven't you? No, not yet. Yeah. Um. Right. Those people are going right. And it looks like that is because it's the only way you can go. And there's a big sign that says exit. A big old fence and a sign that says exit. I'm going to go ahead and suggest we follow that. Uh. Now I wonder how do we get out out of here in terms of uh -huh. the signs. Because surely we should have sat-nav on. We want M3, uh, M3... Do you want me to... Yeah. You sat-nav it for a second while we were... SM... Oh, no, I'm not going to say your full postcode. It's all right. <laughs> but my gut says it's over here because we came in over here. We just went a weird way around the airfield to get into... Got you. Into it. I'm pretty sure that's your postcode. I'm fairly certain I've nailed that. Wow, this is saying an hour and 18 to get home. Yeah, that's probably about right. Oh, yeah, there's some bad traffic. Look, Where? straight away on the A331. Oh. We haven't really got enough. Well, listen, though. if only we had something to do to pass the time while we're sitting in traffic. Oh, well. We tried. So, we got there. First port of call, we went and saw John. We did. We didn't do anything. But actually, there was a little bit of a debacle with the tickets, wasn't there? Because that download button should have been more clear. Yes, it should have been clearer, but that... Yes, but we got in. Yes. Um, I could have just gone in because I said, can I just go over there to use the toilet? And he said, yes, if you promise to come back. Point of order. Oh, sugar. 
time. I think we're going straight over. I think we're going straight over. We are going straight over. Because otherwise, I, I think I I'm in a housing estate. I, in fact, know we're going straight over. Um, but I said, uh, oh yeah, can I just go over there to use the loo? And he said, yeah, of course, if you come back. I could have just not come back. Right. Left. Just, I think left. Well, I don't know on. which... Yeah. I've got a thing. Just left. Which lane it's going to be. I'll just pick your favourite. Because I think it's relevant in a moment. Because we're going to hit that roundabout and we came... You want to go straight over? Yeah, because that's not the way we came. Because there was a we, we, um, we had to dodge the memorial parade thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I must say, just before we even talked about this, but people were really good. Like I've been at events um, on um, uh, Remembrance Sunday before, and people haven't always been as respectful as I think they should have been. Yeah. And I've got to say, people, you could hear a pin drop in there. Yeah, yeah, it was, and it was a big hall with a lot of people in there. Yeah, two minutes silence, and it was observed by everyone that I like could hear, see. It was, it was good. And actually, just after our two minutes silence, it was our first sort of lovely thing that happened what today. What a delightful chat with what Wayne. A, a lovely, na- a lovely man called Wayne from Tangent Miniatures. I want to say it was called. Ta- is it Tangent oh, Miniatures? Is, oh yeah, yeah, this one, this one. You sure? Yeah. Cool. Tangent Miniatures or Tangent Games? It was either Tangent Miniatures or Tangent Games. Either way. Tangent. What a lovely fella. He was really nice. And I have met Wayne before. He was Uh, the one who gave Sai all all the stuff to school, So when Sai and I and John went for the Horus Heresy Weekender that was not a Horus Heresy Weekender, Mm -hmm. or, to be honest, a Horus Heresy event, it was an absolute... It had the name. Yeah, it was a joke, man. Um, Guildford and Camberley on the A311? A third exit off to the right. So probably, yeah. That one that says Ashvale. Head towards the station. Yes. So we're probably going to go back the way we couldn't go before because of the road that was That's closed. That's exactly right, Barry. There, this one now. Turn. Okay. There is said road closed. Cool. Um, but he's he's Games Workshop. He's like. Uh, so he's a Games Workshop employee. He is, but I can't remember exactly what his. What his well, he is angling. For an event. Community outreach. Right? Yeah, some sort of event organizer, community outreach. Everything he said sounded marvellous. It sounded wonderful. It was all more about like GW focusing their attention outward rather than inward at, the, at what they're doing and more about what what do their community want, what what, what, they, what can they do, like what can they do to, to appeal more to people, like listening to people a bit more. Yeah, and also in terms of the game development because, he, you know, that guy, he's an older... Oh, I say he's an older guy. He's not loads older. Um... But he's played. He's been playing games a long time. He knows of what he speaks. Hmm. So when you've got experience like that, why is a company like Games Workshop not using it? Now, I, I'm not saying for a second that you should go. Oh, these people played this game, so let's make the game exactly as they played and, it. And that's the thing. He wasn't. He wasn't coming at it from the perspective. I've been playing this the, lo- the longest time. I know exactly what I'm doing. Uh, all the way around to the right, so it's like third exit. So this will be this will be fine. Okay, I'm going over there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. But like, he wasn't. He wasn't coming at it from like a. Uh, I know what's best. Like I've been playing this game the longest time. No, that one, yeah. He was. Um, yeah, I liked his take on it. He was really open-minded and and really just friendly and conversational. And there was no like, no corporate bullshit or anything like that. It was just it was just three gamers having a chat. Oh, that's that's a. Uh, and so that's a vehicle. That's a highways maintenance vehicle. You're going to come all the way around and then you're going to rejoin this, but it is not going to be moving when you rejoin it. Guildford Farnham on the A33, that's and it. then I'm fine. Hard, hard here. 
Did you just titter at hard hit? Yeah, I did. <laughs> there. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, there, there. Go, 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 go. Almost didn't see that. There was no signage on the roundabout. And then it's not moving. Oh, you son of a bitch. Why? Oh, if only we'd gone ways. Ways would have helped us. Oh, sorry. It's all right. We could have gone M3. But look, we're here. We're talking. Uh, I'll listen. Well, we'll see. It's only seven minutes, apparently. Oh, it's taking me seven minutes to get into that fucking lane. <laughs> I'm indicating. Who's going to let me in? Shall I tell you? Fucking no one. Correct, Matthew. I'm just going to hold here. Just holding pattern. I but we, we spoke, well, this the recording quality will now go up, won't it? Did you just stall? Well, it's more the car than me, if I'm honest. Oh, okay. Let me just say thank you to the person behind. Um, right, so we're in traffic. It's a thing. Yeah, so he was really cool. He was really cool, really friendly. And if the stuff he says that they're trying to if do, half he's trying the voices to do. comes true, it's it's really positive. Well, the way Games Workshop does, because yeah. we did, we did talk quite earnestly about the fact that you know Games Workshop's the biggest thing in the industry, and yet seems to do things far less innovative than their smallest competitive. And I know a competitor, sorry. And I know the smaller companies, they can be more agile, they can be more experimental. But I think surely with the weight and money they've got behind them, they can try to improve things a little bit for the way their game works. Because, like, we all agree, the the the, um, the I take my whole turn, you take your whole turn system, it's dead and it should be. Yeah, I, I'm so surprised when yeah, it's gone again. When 40k came out, um, this the latest edition, I was so surprised that it was functioning the same. Yeah, the previous edition. That there was no like change to the activation system or anything. And like Age of Sigma has played with it a little bit when you can do you can but all it's really added is you can bottom and top someone. Mm. Sorry, to be clear, that was as in bottom of turn and then you can roll and take the top of the next turn. I've just realised the phrase bottom and top someone can be interpreted a little bit different. But so he so it's weird because he was telling us like loads of good stuff. Like to clarify, he's not like, oh and this game's coming out and this model's coming. He wasn't like breaking GW no, he was, rules. He was just like saying about approaches, company meetings he'd had. He wasn't using that. You know, it's hard because he was saying stuff and at the end he was like, oh, you know, I wouldn't go repeating everything I said. But, he's all, but he enough. also said that everything he told us, none of it breaches an NDA in any way and he'd be perfectly happy with like a, a higher up at GW hearing what he'd said and like, mm. and he knew he hadn't, he hadn't said anything he couldn't have said. But it's more about like, Philosophy, go, wasn't it? Yeah, you, Company yeah, philosophy rather than... It was nothing specific. It was all no. very like, this is the attitude and the direction we want to take going forward and these are the opportunities that are going to be opened up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what was cool. Um, and I'm excited to see what he does with... If he can get this role that he's discussing about some it's sort like of events outreach. It's like event events coordinator, like non-GW events and... Like yeah, then so going someone to would, events from other people, yeah, like that like, would be that going back to salute or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, yeah, but yeah, we spoke uh, to him for about forty-five minutes. Yeah, we spoke a long time. So, but I, and then I bought. Um, so we had Blunt. was it Blunt instead of Sharp? It was basically a set of models based on the Sharp TV show. Um, but they was Blunt, and yeah. I bought those because they looked cool, and I'd quite like to paint them. And there might be a. He was saying, look up a game called Silver Bayonet. Silver Bayonet, which is basically which I actually forgot about because I meant to go to Osprey. Napoleonic, a, skir a Napoleonic skirmish game with like vampires and werewolves, I believe. I've already forgotten. I believe that's what he said. 
but I need to go and look that game up. But yeah, a lovely chat with him. All really cool. John was playing in the, we should say, the, the Hobbit LOTR... Middle Earth, Middle Earth, Earth strategy, battle strategy battle game. Yeah. I still hate the phrase strategy battle game. I think it's a stupid sounding thing. But it's another Middle Earth um, strategy battle game, SBG. Um, yeah, him, he and Felix will be playing. Two of the Spartans. Uh, so that was cool. Um, what did we do next? Then we just walked I around. I think we went to Bot War then. I think no, we, we went and looked at the Bring and Buy because they just finished their looked game. Looked at the Bring and Buy. I very, very mm, infrequently find something on it. I just, I just don't find things on Bring and Buy. Interesting. You know what there was? There was a, there was a blister pack, which was three of the new uh, plastic Gondor heroes. So it was Faramir, Dam, Damrod, and uh, Madril, and it was missing Madril, and he was the one I wanted most. Oh. So I was just, otherwise, I'd have bought that. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, because I've got a little Rangers um, of Gondor. Army. I say army. I've got like twenty odd rangers. I think. But there was, there was a few things like I, I should have gone back for like some gamers grass. I forgot to go back for. Oh yeah. Um, but never mind. But it was like because it's not like salute, right? Like, there's not as many. It's, it's like there one, was more than I was expecting. Agree. It's probably like one and a well maybe two aisles of salute. Uh. Mm. Two full aisles, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. There was, I think, maybe. Let me get that here. One, two, three. Uh, you may be looking at 50, 60 total vendors. And but it was, it was good. And um, Level Up Gaming, for that was their name, have uh, done a deal with um, Traders Galaxy. Now Traders Galaxy. Are the company behind Bot War, and it's a guy called Anthony Mallet in Australia. Now, back back a while ago, maybe about five years ago, maybe longer than five, five years. It's ago, hard to tell with COVID; it throws everything out. It away. really does. I lose track. He was trying to get a Transformers uh, miniature game off the ground. Yeah. And he did models for like Optimus Prime and Megatron. I don't know if there was Megatron. Soundwave, there was. Prowl, like the G1 Jetfire, Bumblebee, like the G1 guys that we know. In a 28, so I don't know what the scale actually would be, six mil scale, I think. So the, those models vary from uh, 28 to 30 to 50 mil. Yeah, something like that. It's um, kind of a bit all over the place. And he was actually, as I understand it, was playtesting it hard, and there was actually someone who was going to come to the club and playtest, but didn't. Um, and was trying to get a license to actually do it, but that failed. Hasbro were like, no, you may not. So he had to stop all that, but luckily I bought all those models before he had to stop. <laughs> um, so then it moved on to Bot War being just robots, generic robots. A um, lot of them look very much like Transformers, but crucially aren't. Yes, they, there's none that look exactly like the ones that we know and love anymore. Yeah. You could paint them up as such. You could. But the jets don't look like a like the F-15, 16s or whatever. Yeah, you know they're, what I mean? more, they're more generic planes. Well, uh, and they're a bit more angular, like almost demon-y planes. And like none of them actually transform and, yeah. Like, yeah. There's no transform. There's a ram attack, which is meant to represent you transforming and rolling out and smashing someone in your robot mode. And some of the things... Yeah, some of the... Sorry, thank you. Some of the planes and stuff, like you tried coils as a faction. Yeah. 
and they and have I loads of planes. So when you use Raven that... Raven and Shogun could transform into... Well, couldn't transform into an aircraft, but like their ability basically let them move triple their normal movement, and it was to represent them turning into the... I think one was a helicopter, jet, and one yeah. was a jet. Yeah. And I bought that... So I bought the starter set, the, fa- the terrain set, and that one faction pack, which is coils, to go with the starter set. Nice. And they have the beta rules in the rule book that I'm going to go look for for tr- they trans- actually transforming and stuff. Because it's a very, na- it's still in a nascent stage, this game. This is it's actually really s- simple. Yeah, this is actually on its second edition already. Oh, wow, okay. Um, but, and he's already looking at Bot War 3, but it's just, the, uh, it's just the early days of a one-man band thing. And I think he's done phenomenally. I mean, if it's, if it's genuinely one man, that's really impressive. That yeah, as far as I think he's oh. casting in his garage, genuinely. <laughs> and he's doing the renders, doing a, a master casting and done. yeah like they weren't they weren't really my jam but no, I, I think get it. if you're if you're a Transformers fan I do think they will do they will they will do the work they yeah. will like they will appeal and I mean, the, you love them I, I like them a lot now I would say that firstly I want to say thanks to a guy called Rich and he's called Rumble on you Discord so many riches yeah, I lost track of who which yeah. Rich was Rich so it's Rich and he was um, he's just a fan of the game like he's just a big fan of the game and I think he said Level Up Gaming saw him in an event a while ago and they were like, oh, we're going to be like, we want to be the guys for this game in this country, um, which is fun. And he just said, right, well, I'll run demos. Yeah, and it was really nice. And so he ran a great demo for, for two us. Hours. Yeah. Uh, a couple of rules things came up because that's, that's just how we, we roll. That's how we roll out. <laughs> well played. Mm-hmm. So we might sort of message in the Discord for Bot War um, or the Traders Galaxy Discord. But I don't, that's not, not approved of because it, like I say it's still very much they're still modifying this game and changing this game so well that was good but um, it is very simple isn't it you've you've, really simple. you've got an inf- um, an initiative system like uh, X-Wing yeah in that like the the sort of less good transformers t- sorry uh, bots uh, tend to be able to go they go first but then it means that they don't have like the ability to, to react quite as well to things that happen later it like it worked okay um, yeah because you get it's you, very simple you get you can take two actions and you can take most actions twice like moving or shooting yeah move twice shoot twice close combat everyone twice. produces what functionally energy on cues yeah and not energy. everyone's two but most people that we saw most were, two, were two one was three yeah um, but you could you could allocate more than they uh, produced. It was a little bit like influence in uh, Guild Ball, yeah. in that everyone generated some energy, and then you could be allocated really as much as you wanted. But there was only a finite amount you could really use in a turn. Yeah. Um, so giving most people two, maybe three at a push was all you needed. Yeah. Um, and you use it to so to move costs one, to shoot costs one, like what you'd expect. To to boost a dice roll costs one. Yeah. To use an ability often costs two. Yeah, special abilities. Mm. Exactly. So it's just say if you want to shoot, you go right. Cost one to shoot. I want to add a dice that costs an energon. Job done. Um, very simple. And then you roll custom dice um, for attacking and defending. And the attacker always had an advantage, didn't they? Yeah, big advantage. There are there are more blanks on the defense dice than there were on the attack dice by one. Um, yeah, yeah. He's just coming across. This blue light's coming up. That's why. Ah. He's trying to move over. Um, letting him through. There you go. Cool. Um, um, yeah, so simple. 
Do yeah. what? Do that. So, but you can boost shields. So you have a shield roll, which tells you how many defense dice you roll. So if Matt goes to shoot me, he goes, right, my ranged attack has a characteristic of three. So he picks up three dice. I'm long range. He drops a dice down to two. I go, cool. What's my shield stat? Oh, it's two. I pick up two dice. If I'm in cover, I get an extra dice, but a black critical dice. Which that, had like... Or no like, blanks. It was like two ones, two twos, and two threes, I think, yeah. or something like that. So that's how they've sort of balanced it. Um, which is very simple. There's no facing. So no, you can just 360. 360. The line of sight rules, I think, need to be tightened. Yeah, but it's not meant to be a very it's, tight game, is it? Yeah, I know, but... I know, but we, we, we are, with any game we want to play, no, it's, it's not that we could... I don't think it's competitive, it's just like we, we like I it. like clarity. We like a tight rule set. Right? Yeah. But, so, it was from, like, the bot's head. Yeah. Which, I mean, we never had a problem, because we were like, well, it's clear, we just put your head down, yeah, you can see, you can't see, because it's just us mucking about. And it's fine, <laughs> and that's how it should be when you're playing a quote-unquote game. Yeah, a friendly and game like that. It should I be. think he was quite clear. There's no plan to like make this a tournament game Not or at to all. be a competitive no, game. People will still or... play it at events. People will still compete at it because gamers will compete at anything. Are we moving? I think we might be moving into one lane here. There's a uh, there's a person in a hypers down there. Yeah, I'm not a hundred. This is exciting audio content. It's incredible audio content. But I mean, this is just the, to clarify. We ain't like recording a proper app. We're just having the, the chat we'd have on the way back. Yeah, no, I know. Um, hopefully they'll let me in. Thank you for letting me zip. Um, so I it was quite cool. So I, I, because I had one guy, Shogun, who could transport because he had this ability, host. Could and he was a massive model. Massive. At probably about uh, what four, in, four, five inches high. Five inches, I'd say. Yeah. That um, was quite fun. The way that like my force had the guys functioning were the same, but like I had some guys that were like. Half an inch, some that were an inch, some were two, and then like the the Noctimus was three. Like, yeah. it, was, it was kind of, it looked really interesting on the table, I thought. Yeah, they're quite varied in terms of appearance. And there are the combiners where there was like, if you've got those five guys, they can form a giant Robotosaurus. Why is that close? Like, I think it's debris. Close to a bit of road for no reason. Debris. Maybe there was an accident that tidied up, I don't know. Um, the, and then there was like, the only, I oh, almost. Yeah, some of them you combine into a big dino. Can't yeah, they? and some was like, it was functionally Devastator. So I've actually got Devastator from when he did it before. But this, he wasn't obviously allowed to do Devastator. Yeah. So he's done it as these things. But they, he's got this elemental law thing. So there's like a water elemental guy that isn't actually out yet. And there's like, the robot's fused with rock, which is an aesthetic I don't actually like. So I didn't get him, which is a shame because these massive models looked... I feel like I should be all in on these massive models, but I wasn't super wow. keen on the design, which is a shame. But then there's factions coming, which weren't re represented in the cabinet. Because you had a lot of models in the cabinet, right? Yes. That looked cool, but you couldn't buy them. Because the only models they'd sent over the plastic or resins, and a lot of the ones we were liking were metal. And I don't think they've sent them all over. Well, there was no dinosaurs, so for me there was nothing. No, because Dino Riders was a cartoon back in the day. Yeah. Am I going straight on? Yes, because I'm not going to order shot away here. Yeah, that's great. Um, Dino Riders, they've done, so it's like Stegosaurus, Triceratops, Tyrannosaurus Rex, with like a rig on full of guns and rockets. And when, when those come around, maybe I'll maybe I'll buy a box. Yeah. But 
they were, they were more expensive than I was expecting, honestly. It yeah. was 60 quid for a box of five to seven um, miniatures. And it's because they're actually a lot bigger than you think. Like, I think I mean, if you, they're like, I'd say they're 32 to 50 millimeters high on average. So, but if you put like a Bushido, say 28 mil, that we're paying 9.95 for, yeah, you buy six, five of those. That's 60 quid. And these are bigger. I don't think they're as nice as to just to be clear on this point. I don't think they're as nice as Bushido miniatures because they're yeah, really blocky and they're roboty and there's not the detail really because it's like the G1 cartoon where there's a lot of flat surface because that's what you had to do to animate. Yeah. Um, and that's the style that this is in. Um, but I was excited to go. I was excited to play. I had a really lovely interaction with Rich, aka Rumble. Um, it's his name. It's his name on Discord. Discord. And I've messaged him on Discord and said, "Hey man, thanks so much." <laughs> um, for I am Energon Goody on Discord. You are Energon Goody. Um, you are going to be playing left hand. Yeah. And then we're on the A3, and then we're all good. Yeah. So I had a really nice time playing it. It. You were very keen to, to, yeah. to really try it out. I was. And I, I was just happy to like play it. I wanted to just play a game of something. Yeah. And I and I don't think there was loads to try today, was there really? It was the no, tournament. No, there weren't many there weren't many demos to be had. No. There, was, there wasn't enough traders. And it was more about there was a lot of historical selling. There was a shed load of like warlord stuff on half half of the sellers. Half the vendors yeah. were selling warlord. Uh, a lot of books, a lot of, yeah, I mean it was good. I, I'd recommend it as an event. There was um, a Bushido tournament. That yeah, a tiny little six-person Bushido tournament. The Craig from Bushido Castle tournament. So I got to meet Craig because I've never actually met him before. Rich Winters was there. Oh well, Rich, Rich who's Winter, who's winter on, Discord. on um, Discord was there. I had a chat with him, known from Gilball days. Um, yeah, so that was cool. And um, as I understand it, like we were there when they were giving out the prizes to those guys. The event gave made them a trophy. So if you had an event in your in there today, you've got a glass trophy with like the War, Reading War Gamers oh, logo on. Look really Gamers cool. Association of Reading, which is War. Oh, of course. That's why they called it that. Well played. I'm jealous of that. Uh, yeah, and so that was good. I just think everyone we interacted with today was lovely. It very, was very such nice. a nice day. It was. It was lovely. Um, but it flew by. I'm struggling. Like, obviously, we chatted to Wayne for ages, and we chatted to Rich on Botball and played well, we were Botball for ages. To, we were chatting to Wayne for nearly an hour. We were, we were playing that game for two hours and a bit, probably. Can't have been that long. Like, like, honestly, it was. We had a very expensive sausage roll. You had a very expensive sausage roll. And I picked up a Coke quid. Zero, not a Coke. You were furious. Chocolate muffin, free quid. Crazy, crazy. You scenes. were wearing most of that. <laughs> yeah, that would. I won't lie. I'll take that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had a what, like a like a four pound ham and egg sandwich. And so pit stop done with John. He went back to the Hobbit, and we went back on looking around, seeing what was going on. Back on the prowl. Yeah. Um, we just had kind of a wander around. There wasn't anything that. I'll tell you what I did see, which was really cool. Um, I can't remember back handy. There was um, there was a co a company that they just a little a little terrain company. They do did ruins. Oh, rock. Oh no, not rocks. No, sorry. We'll get they did ruins, rocks. but they did what they had. One of their products was a tiny little MDF uh, ruined building base, but that fit under drop zone oh, commander buildings. Yeah. So the drop zone commander buildings, you can slot over them. They so it actually helps to make the base of them a bit sturdier as well, and it makes it a really nice sturdy. Yeah. And then when the building gets destroyed, as it often does in the game, you take that off, and you've got a little ruined ruined. Um, I thought that was template. really good, and really I should clever. have gone back and bought some actually because I think it would work for bot wall. 
Because mm. you can also destroy buildings in Baltimore. It really would have, but I picked up a leaflet there, so we'll have to Great. have a look. And then, so I'd say the other main point, other than just walking around, looking at things, talking shit, the main thing was Rock's games. Rock, R-O-X. Are they Rock Miniatures? Oh, it might be Rock Miniatures, yes, because he's not a game company. I think it was Rock, R-O-K. Oh, was it? Sorry, just the logo looked like an X, forgive me. Yeah, let me have a look. I'm sorry if this light is distracting you. No, no, it's fine. Um, yeah, Rock, uh, Rock Minis. Rock so that was another Rich. So that was Rich that was Rock rich. Minis. I was absolutely blown away by, by both the, the products that he had, but also the prices. And I very much enjoyed his attitude. Oh, he was really, really nice. Like, yeah. Really friendly. Good, good. Um, like, obviously knew a lot about what he was talking about. There wasn't any question that he was just like, oh, I'm not really sure about that. He just, he always had like, yeah, this is this, and this is this. Yeah. Knew, a, knew his stuff. So he is a 3D printing company now. He's his full-time profession. Yeah. And he had terrain, bits and bobs, and cool whole epic armies. So he had, he had really good terrain stuff. And because we, we were talking to him about IP, because obviously whenever there's 3D printing stuff, IP infringement is always everyone's like, okay, but how's that working? But basically, he had a Tau army. I mean, he, oh, he literally had an, an epic scale Tau army, and it's all you know, literally to hammerhead and, and stuff like that. It's not, it's not a unique design or anything. And what he basically said was, effectively, because the manufacturer Games Workshop doesn't make anything at this scale currently, and because um, that he doesn't use any of the names or yeah. icons. Yeah. And because if you scaled up his things to 28 mil, they would look very different. It doesn't actually infringe on anything. And at the moment, it's not something GW is worried about. And I kind it's of get it. what he said. And that, yeah, it's what he said. That might not be the case. But like I was looking at his stuff, and he's got full uh, six millimeter Warhammer 40,000 armies for Epic. But he's the got, main thing... Well, I want to just... I'm going to get around to it. Sorry. He's got 10mm Warhammer and Warhammer Fantasy... Well, sorry, Warhammer 40k style minis. That could be used for tiny 10mm Warhammer That looks 40K. really good. Or Kill Team, he said, is great. Because he said, if you play Kill Team with, with 10mm minis, you need, like, a freaking, like... It's like a one-by-one one area. It's like one foot by one foot. It's, like, silly. The, the thing that... We, I really was enthusiastic about and looked cool, looked cool, and I think I think you agree was the ten millimeter Warhammer Fantasy. Yeah. And what he said to me when I when I was doing to him initially was he uses the Kings of War rules. Yeah. Because if you because the Kings of War rules and profiles are all free, you can download the rule book and you can get the profiles on their app for free, all free. And if you literally just switch everything from Kings of War from inches to centimeters. This works perfectly. And it was 10mm lizard men versus Bretonians. And it sold out of Bretonians. Yeah. And they were beautiful. And, and I'd it, taken some terrible pictures, but they were really, really nice sculpts. The, the detail, I was asking him, I said, is this like 8K? And he said, no, it's a 4K printer, but the resin mixture that he uses is very, very, very strong. engineering resin. Yeah. It was so strong. I mean, he had like tiny 10 millimeter horses and he was bending the lance under his finger and it was barely moving. It didn't snap either. So that's stronger than plastic, stronger than metal that I've seen. But the, I actually thought the sculpts were really good. So he says, so this guy, he's basically paying a subscription fee to a whole bunch of sculptors that are sculpting this stuff. He's got at a discount their STLs, pays them a monthly fee, and then he has then a license to print and sell them. 
Which I think is great. And you get a box, and they're all still on their supports and on their rafts, so it's not, you know, there's a little bit of practice. work and clean up, but, but it ain't a problem. You also buy stuff on a sprue. Yeah. Um, but the cost, and this is where I was like, I goodness was, gracious, it's so good. I was blown away. So, I think, and obviously I'll put the pictures up on our, um, our Twitter, or whatever's left of Twitter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll put uh, we'll put the pictures up maybe on Facebook as well. The what I think probably works out to so about a three thousand point Warhammer Fantasy army if you scaled it up. I think it's about that. I just don't have the knowledge to help with that. Sorry. I think it's mm, let's say two thousand. Let's say two thousand points then. Let's let's, let's play away. Just put the difference and I'll just make it up and go. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's two and a half. Two, yeah, I think it's about two and a half. Yeah. Okay, so it was the, it was the equivalent of about two Stegodons, two Carnosaurs, uh, six. Um, right, uh, like pterodon riders, uh, a, a couple of slan, um, a smattering of heroes. There was like four bases of croxagors, about eight to ten bases of saurus, with about five saurus on each, I think, maybe ten saurus on each. The same for skinks, salamanders, and their handlers, loads of stuff like that. And I think it was about two to three thousand points. 35 pound. I think it was more like 40 to 50 if you bought it from his side, not in like a two player set. And I've got to say, so he had it, I don't know what size that board was. It was It was a two by one? No. Oh, did he say? No, it was, um, it's the it's the new kill team boards. Right. Whatever the new kill team boards are, it's those size. And he scaled it. So he was basically playing that with centimetres or whatever. He said if you change inches to centimetres, it's a six by four. But he also had like 3D printed houses and trees and... Terrain. Terrain. Yeah. And it just looked great. Ah, oh, sorry. I wish we'd said the same I word then. Said, I wish I'd said it as well. Sandwiches. Um, it looked yes. so good. But you could get two full Warhammer Fantasy armies and all of the terrains you need to play this game for £110. And that, to it, me... It felt good to me. Because I'm like, the thing that annoys me most is not having the space to play at home. But I could put a little table up in my in my hobby room, my spare room, and we could play easily mm. Bushido or a little tabletop yeah. game like that. Now, with the caveat caveat of the reason I'm into this whole blooming world is the models, really. Yeah. So, obviously, I prefer bigger models and a giant showpiece centerpiece model. To clarify, yeah. prefer it. But the sight of all those models on the table full at this army. little scale, this full army with the trees and the houses, and it just looked fantastic. And it was so compact that you could easily play it on the bar at the club. Yeah. I, I really like that idea, like the fact, like being able to have that. And yes, if you want a big fantasy army, have a big fantasy army. Like, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to say it's better. It's, it I just am, appeals. I'm flower saying it's better. <laughs> I'm flower saying that paying that little, getting minis that look I'd say almost as good at such a tiny scale. They honestly, I was, I've always been quite dubious of 3D printing in terms of the quality of the models because you, that grainy, that grainy nature can come through so much. But these were clean, crisp, and you know, in terms of fidelity, perfect representations. Just a tiny scale. What was the other thing? He's the, so he was he's not a games company, but he had a, a deal with a company called. So company, I don't remember the company. Lazy La- Forger. Lazy Forge? Lazy Forger. 
Lazy Forger, I think. And the game was Full Spectrum Dominance. Full Spectrum Dominance. Which is a hell of a name. It is quite. Full Spectrum Dominance. So he had a pasting table turned upside down. Yep. And it was a display board for him, so he put a bit of texture down and a bit of bark for mountain type old and, a lo- hills. and then he had a load of his terrain, um, his uh, yeah, buildings. Yeah, it was like a shanty town terrain that he had 3D printed. And he was selling the current, uh, currently there's only two factions, the rules are downloadable for free at the moment. But another rule book is coming where you've got to pay a tenner to get it or something. Yeah, I think so. But it was I it was quite interesting. It looks six millimetre. Looking at the size of the infantry, I think it's a I six think, millimetre game. I think so. But like the biggest model on one of the sides was this giant crab mech. Which looked cool. And it was about the size of the palm of my hand. Which was yeah. quite large. And they painted it clean but not interestingly. And I really like that was big enough that if you went to town on that, that would be beautiful. Yeah, but most of that he said he'd done. He said he'd done the uh, the human side with um, contrast, and they were really they looked yeah. fine. So there's like a huge. There was a human side that was kind of a bit ramshackle. What you expect? They big were like, ramshackle. They were like wheeled vehicles, big like they had mechs and, and tank cannons, and they had some a bit more, matrix mech. You know. Yeah, the APUs. Yeah, and that was really cool. Again, it's like the techno faction that looked really cool, and had a nice chat with them because we the were cost, both buying our lips and knuckles. Yeah, so. He was selling both the factions that you can get for the game and then I can go download the rules. He was selling it for 50 quid for both armies. Both armies. And there was about twice... If I put the picture up later, and it was about twice what you see in the picture. And that's, that was a problem I had. Like, he knows exactly what's in his... What you get in that set. Do you know what I mean? He knows exactly, but I don't. Yeah. So I was... I struggled. I think if it was all in front of me, he laid it out in front of me. And I he was go, like saying, oh yeah, there's about twice this. There's, there's, yeah, there's three of those. About, four about of those. and possibly. That, that don't work with me. I want to see it. And if I'd seen it, I think I'd have pulled the trigger. Just, you know, because I don't think 50 quid for two factions and then three downloads. Absolutely insane, isn't it? Yeah, and then... Well, friend, I would have gone half season. Oh, yeah, and no, I probably would have just bought it. <laughs> ah. Um, but then... So I couldn't have gone half season. No, maybe you, maybe you could. Um, but an extra 40 quid got you the terrain set. And what was interesting was, I it looks like you've got far more models on the terrain set. And I said to him, look, what's that about? Because I'm trying to, you know... Because like, it was like 50 quid for two full armies, but then 40, 40 quid, quid for 10 small buildings yeah. with a few walls and like tire bar- yes. barricades and stuff. And we were both like, oh, that seems like... That's quite an increase for not a lot yeah. of extra... What we thought was just a not a lot of extra resin. But it was the printing time. Yeah. And when he explained it and we looked at it, you go, I completely understand that. Because it was a really to, good conversation. Because where he has to angle the buildings to print them correctly and they are higher and... Whereas the mechs were coming in sort of three to five pieces for the big ones. And they were flat. And they were flat, so it's less time. It was just like, it required less resin to print the minis and it was quicker. Yeah. So it's it just, was time of a cost. He was said that resin was almost negligible time is the cost. Yeah. And that was really good and interesting chat. Really nice and guy. Explain it, you kind of went, yeah, you know what, fair enough. So Rock Minis, if anyone is listening and this actually records, go go check it out. We should post we should post the link. I always say that we never do, but um, that was interesting I thought. And we should have part of me is like we should have triggered, but I don't want it to look at the game. And he had a couple of the game cards and he sort of explained it. It was interesting. It effectively looked like it's a mixture of dice, so you have D6s, D8s, and D10s, and generally, you know, the, the bigger your dice, the more effective you are, and whatever that stat is, maybe it's shooting, whatever. 
but units range, sorry, range is not measured in inches or centimetres, it's just distance units. Yeah. And effectively, at the start of the game, depending on the size of game area that you've got to play on, you and your opponent can decide what a distance unit will be. And if you've got, you know, this this was a small, I think, about, you know, about a foot and a half by three foot, let's say, play area. So a distance unit in that was three inches. And an average firing like distance might be two to three distance units. Yeah. So six to nine inches, maybe even 12 inches for longer range. So, like... It was interesting because then if you wanted to play a smaller game on a smaller area, you just change it, you just say, okay, a distance unit is two inches now. Yeah. So you can actually change the distance, the, the, the size of your distance units to reflect the space you've got to play on or the style of game that you want to play. Yeah, you could up it or reduce it as much as you like. Obviously, they get to a point where base size is relevant. And if your distance unit is like five mil, then obviously that's ridiculous. But, you know common sense comes into play but I enjoyed that Nate the way that that flexibility was baked in I enjoyed that yeah. but I need to I needed to read the rules the models I thought were really cool I really liked them and I thought were well worth the money that they were oh, asking easy 25 pound for that for that um, for a starter army for it yeah like even if it'd been 25 pound for the models we could see but when it was just like oh, it's about, about twice we and he was see. he was doing a show deal so it was a tenner off each of those things but also we got the code for free posting we got free posting so if i look at the if i look at the um the rules and go that's cool i might pull the trigger on on that that's fine because if you remember i did say on a couple of podcasts ago that i do think this mini scale is going to be sweeping the you know nation. what having now really seen it in the flesh and looked at the prices he's offering i i'd do it i'd buy that for a dollar yeah yeah. And I'm just like, why, why do I, why would I be playing 40k when I can well, play teeny so tiny 40k? That's an interesting point, but how about this? So, you know how Dan's off mini games at the minute and he's on to board games? Yes. So, minis aren't as important to him right now. Correct. He's not, he's not I mean, it's weird because he's just getting into painting and he was doing really well and his con- contrast and everything, you know? And yeah, well, he's, yeah, because he was doing his jeans to the castle, he was doing some Malifaux, some Bushido. Yeah. So, he was doing great, but the fact is, with a board game, no, that one we played the other day that I thought was fun. The, oh, um, the Hiroshima Hex. That's the one. Um, you don't need minis for that. I actually think minis would have made that more fun for me, but you don't need minis. So you could argue that games don't need minis for to be mechanically good. Correct. Minis are just there for fun, and that's actually how I like to play. I mean, you could argue they're there as markers, when you're line of sight and stuff. But for me, it helps the narrative in my head of like yes. these guys are playing and I need that. So when you're getting down to these little minis, it could be argued they're gone. But once there's so many of them, it's weird. It's like once you hit a point where there's loads, suddenly I'm right back in the room. For me, it all harkens back to the first time I played Shogun Total War, the original. Okay. And I was sitting there in command of a thousand men their little units moving around on the map as I was sitting above them and looking at everything moving. <laughs> oh, my left flank's starting to buckle. I need to like send some cavalry around to like do a flank charge and maybe that can reinforce me. Oh no, my archers has been closed in. I need to put some spearmen for. And it was like it was that. It was this like the generalship of it. And when I looked yeah. at that game, it was like that had become physical, and it was a IP that I already know I, I like. Like I love the lizardmen. I, I, I had a huge lizardmen army that I sold. 
Um, yeah. And now, like, I'm looking at that, I'm just like, yeah, I'd, I'd buy a 35 You play the game, you'd have on. fun playing the game. And even if just, I only played it once a year, I'd play 35 quid and I don't really care. Yeah, I mean, but like, Dan has also said that the scale for him, he either really likes kill team scale, where you've got like 10 dudes that I really care about, yeah. or epic scale, where I've got 300 dudes and I couldn't give a shit about any of them. Yeah. And 40k falls into the middle ground of that that he doesn't really like. You know, my issue with, like we were saying before, 40k is so weird. It's like, just because it's not really We're here for the lore, I love the stories, I love the game, I love, I love the models, but I, I love the game in the sense of like, I guess, nostalgia, but I just don't like the current it's not. iteration of the game, but I can't really tell you why. I mean, but I honestly think if you went back and played like fifth and again or something like that, you'd be I like, oh, actually, it's very good. For, no, no, it's not really. For me, it's about the it's books. It's all the books. It's the fact that I buy a book and it's out of date. There's a lot of blokes it's, as well. Well, I don't even know what books I need right now. Like, I know that if I've just got my one codex and the rule book, that's not enough. No, it is. I don't think it is. I think there's chapter approved. I think there's FAQs, there's modifications. Yeah, um, but you can just look on an app for that. But I don't, I don't want to. I'm on it in my, I'm on the, in my books. And I don't know, it's like Games Workshop just have such a pool, a pot of goodwill of people letting them, why is this like this? Like such a pot of goodwill, and people let them get away with stuff. And there's a lot of like, G- I don't know, there's apologizers. No, but there's always outcries when there's shit like that. Like, yeah, but we still buy it. We still buy it. We're I still... just think that's because not enough people are, are thinking outside of the box. Like, it's absolutely fine to just like Warhammer. It's fine because to be a tabletop gamer and only like Warhammer. That's, there's not a problem with that. I just think you're missing out on so many other cool things. Yeah, and I mean, I'd play it if I could just go get my rule book and like my Tau Codex or whatever I bought and just play the game. I would, but then it's like, oh no, do you don't have this and that? What's listed in that is actually wrong. I think if you're playing with just your mates, you can do that. Yeah, no, you can. But then it's do we accept that we have to move to a full on digital system if you want it to be accurate yes yeah and I think and so many games do yeah and, and I so think many games have maybe next edition of 40k like X edition but I also think GW are missing a trick by not making their rules or codexes free the online ones sell sell physical copies but if you make your rule set free it makes the barrier to entry so much easier and, and we know they make more, more money from models than Oh, 100%. But, but I don't think. I mean, no, I, I, I totally understand what you're saying, but like the businessman in me, of which there, I'm not a businessman, but he's like, no, I want more money. Yes, but you can get money by making your game very easily accessible. If people can look at your games, true rules very easily, and, and I don't go, oh, feel actually, like I, ha- I don't feel like as a veteran of gamers, gaming, and 40k, I don't feel equipped to move into that space right now and actually play that game mm. which is weird and we spoke to a few people today who said exactly the same Basically, thing to everyone us. we spoke to we were talking about games in general they were all like yeah I can't do 40k anymore I hate it it's so weird and it's isn't it? crazy but it's the thing that brought us all together in a way so many I know not everyone but so many people that we know their gateway drug was 40k but the thing is you move on 
move on to better and bigger and better things. Never forget your first love, but I want it. I like, I like the models. I'm not someone for whom like the Primaris were a problem. No. Um, I I like it. Want to play it? But the thing is, I I tried playing. Like I bought I bought um, what was it in the the, the infant, no what was the box system for eight for ninth Indomitus Indomitus, but because I wanted the um, Space Marine have to do a white scars. I'm going to do white scars, and I've also got um, Chaos at the moment. Uh, and I played against Rob, and Rob is in Honey Monster. Yeah. Rob is just the most fun guy to play with. You'll never have a bad game against Rob because he's, he's, he's a delight. He just does. He just like I'm just going to do this because it'll be fun, and he just does wacky stuff. Well, he's an all he's an all player. I mean, he's literally an all player, and he's also figuratively an all player. An all player, sorry. Um, so he's always a great laugh to play against. You're never like thinking, oh god, I've got to try really hard. You're just having some fun. Pushing models around, throwing dice. But I didn't know half of what was going on. I couldn't really comprehend no. half of what he was talking about. And and I'm an experienced gamer. Like I'm, I'll be playing games 20 years and a variety of different games, not just one. And also, within about five minutes, half of your stuff's off the table. Like, yeah. I've worked so hard but penning up this cool unit, first time someone looks at it with a, gives it a funny look, it's off the table. And that was... And then I look at his stuff funny and his stuff's off the table. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't. Um, like, we've all worked hard on our stuff, let's not take it off the moment it's been looked at. I do think I need to give it a try, but I feel... And when did he come this the It was during Covid, wasn't it? Yeah? So... Was it 2020? 2020, I think, yeah. So we're two years in. Was it, I don't think it was 2019. I'm sure we were... It was 2020. I'm sure we were watching, like, reveal videos of it and stuff we were while we were at home. home. I think it was late. I think it might have been 2021. No. I'm sure. I'm going 2020. Either way, you might be right. we're not exactly... We're not exactly getting another edition tomorrow. Do you know what I mean? No, well, there's rumours though, aren't there? Well, yeah, but there's, there's always rumours. But if we want to actually try it, then there's still time. But if you said to me, what do you want to do right now in terms of you have X amount of hobby time, I would personally, at this moment, rather put that into Bushido or 30K. Yeah. Than 40K. I tried playing 40k games quite, quite for, for a, few, a few times. I played about six or seven with my chaos once I painted up the star star collecting box, the old one. And some of them were alright. Like they were, they were fun games because there was nice people I was playing with. But I just got the feeling I was just like, I don't think I want to play more. Yeah, and and I think what we need to do is really think about why, which is why I actually want to give it a couple of goes again, to work out what it is that's grating on me that I'm not gelling with. All I would say is every time I've asked you to play, you've gone, no, I don't know why I need to play, I don't know, no. Yeah. And I think you, you've done what we've just talked about, where you've been like, it's too much, I don't know why I need to play, I don't understand it, I don't, I don't like the books, and then you haven't wanted to. Yeah. I remember when I read it, like, that, the book day one, and I went, that's a one-up save. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck, here we go again. So I was instantly like, how has this got through? And then there was all the arguments about it. I'm like, I just thought they could do better. So I would love to work out what it is I don't like. Because if what Wayne says is true, 
in terms of G-dubs listening to the community and and it's tough because you've got so many varied factions if you will within the community of tournament players and people go yeah 40k is a tournament game it's like well, you can play it but it's not designed to be a tournament game and I think GW have tried to dip their toe in it as making a tournament but it isn't you've got to design it from the ground up to be tough enough for a tournament and I think it's not if it's not on the clock it's not a massive tournament game you know things like that it's not tight enough it's not robust enough the game is too disparate and varied I think to be a successful tournament game many moving parts. Yeah, and it's tough to balance, you know, and so if we just go it's a game, then it's great, but and even, where is it? I don't know. I, I'm talking about something I have no fucking knowledge on. All I know is I ain't playing it, and there's got to be a reason. But there are so many other interesting games, and I think that's a big factor in the sense of this. for so long, G-Dubs had, didn't have the Competition. It was. The, I mean, it's, no one's trying to say it ain't the big kid on the block. It's still the biggest. Um, and I don't ever think it will actually. That will actually change. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but we'll. But you know, we want to try other things like the historicals. I have no interest in the periods of history that those guys are playing at. You know, when I said, "Oh, this looks cool," and they were saying, "Oh, this army's from like Mesopotamia," or "This is from this." dynasty of Japan and they're talking about it very knowledgeably and that's that's cool but I need fantasy for me I, yeah. I need that escapism I'm not it's almost so distant that it is fantasy but I, I can't get jazzed about it like those, like those guys can you know yeah um, but the scale looks good the game looks interesting I really really want to play bolt action and Johnny Curran who's a Spartan he seems to have moved into a Sort of position of, uh, I don't want to say power, that sounds weird, but he's getting very well known and he's very well known now. And I think was potentially was running the event today. The ball actually Yeah. So he taught me how to play. Um, and it's like he, just before COVID, I don't know if you remember, but that year, January and Feb, was like, right, we are doing a slow grow league yeah. for ball action. <laughs> with a view to building up your army each month and then in June we actually had an event booked if you remember at the Spartans and then Covid obviously stopped that but I'm hoping that the Spartans could become a hotbed of bolt action now that is a game that does need some work and Johnny himself like he's Johnny's like a really good player and what I like about him is however you want to play with him he'll play. Okay. So if you want to come at him and go, I'm going to use every fucking broken rule in this game <laughs> that is ambiguous. You want to throw hands, he'll throw hands. He'll, he'll square up. And he's capable of it. He knows them. He knows it. He's up for it. If you want to flank a Jeep, or sorry, flank a truck that's portable Jeep that's got a flamethrower team, so they, it's Russian doll, he'll pop then that'll pop and that pop. Suddenly you've got a flamethrower team in the middle of the fucking board blasting everyone to pieces. He'll play it. If you want to go, I'm going fluffy as hell, he'll play it. Sounds and weird to call actual history fluff. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> weird. Do you mean historically accurate? Yeah. Well, Is not even. Sorry, no. Let's, let, I'll call it soft then. No, okay, it's fluffy. I'll call it soft. 
Like, oh, okay. Like, when I'm just going, hey, I've got my French horses and I'm running across the board. He's like, cool. <laughs> and I'll play my Marines like this. Like, and he has a, he's just an excellent guy to play against. He'll, he'll mirror he really his opponent's is. attitude. Exactly. And he's so good at that. And he doesn't switch. Like, there's no accidental. Like, you and I, we can both admit, I think, that when we go right, we're going soft. It does Sometimes. take much for us to accidentally go a little bit too switch, hard. yeah. But Johnny is the, just the perfect gentleman playing a game, and I really appreciate that. So I'm hoping we can get bolt action going again at the club. The, I don't think the rule book's very tight. I think there's a lot of ambiguity, but a lot, as we've discussed before, a lot of the historical guys just are far less bothered about that. But that does mean that there's room for breaking it. But we did ask the Warlord guys, Warlord Games guys, about Conflict 47. Mm. Now, I'm very interested in that, and I bought a watch of that. Matthew bought a watch of that. Um, I had many things. But what's happened... I didn't buy that... Sorry, you go. Oh, no. I was going to buy that box of Knack Talbot. It's 40 quid. 40 quid for eight models? Yeah, and I think... And I know I'm sitting here as, like, GW exists. <laughs> yeah. But they were like they're quite little metal models, and I they're, just at they're good, like, but they're not great. Yeah, and I was just looking, at it, I was just like, that's a lot for what that is. And you can get them cheaper on any of the yeah big shop sites. And I don't know, I didn't see the two guys were sitting on the stool. I think they just had a long weekend, and we went to them late on a Sunday, and they were like, I don't want to talk to you because there was none of that. Hey, can we help you buy anything? Buy four things, get your fifth three. And I don't and know if they no, offered. But there was also no like, oh hey, what, what are you guys looking for? No, and it was like, like, why the fuck are you talking to me? But they weren't the friendliest. <laughs> no. But they were honest, because I said to one guy about Conflict 47, I actually don't know who this guy is. I don't pretend to... I know that the, the the big, bald dude, he's like high up warlord. He wasn't there. So I've spoken to him before, but I don't know who this guy was. And I was asking him about Conflict 47, because they've just... They've acquired Goblin Games, because as I understand Clockwork. it... Clockwork. Clockwork. Goblin. Clockwork. Sorry. Sorry. Thank Goblin you. Goblin Games is... Different. Yeah. Forgive me. Sorry. They're who we buy from. Clockwork Goblin Games. Clockwork Games. No, I think they just called Clockwork Goblin. Clockwork Goblin. Yeah. I think so. Do Conflict 47, but uses the bolt action rule set to a degree. It's not quite the same. And we've been saying for ages they need to streamline those two and make them work together properly. Yeah. Just have it the same. But the guy that does Conflict 47, as I understand it, is X-Military. Is he called like H or something like that? No, H is the, is the caster. Oh, that's it. Um, who does who works with him um, and they did like the 15 mil cool ones 10 mil ones whatever uh, they they were written the rules for Conflict 47 were written because this guy had like I don't know if it's military intelligence military defence something where he sat at a desk all day and did fuck all <laughs> so wrote this game he's now got another job it was an actual job that takes up a lot of time and he doesn't have time for it so he sold it and Russ from Steamforge does, did sculpting for it in his yeah, works in the book and stuff. Um, so... I don't heat it. I'm getting very hot in here. Oh, sorry, bro. All right. Yeah, I just wasn't aware. And you've got your hoodie on. I have got my hoodie on as um, well. I always run hot and I never wear a jumper. Yeah, in the no, car. I know. I should. Um, he um, sold it. They've got it now. And I said, so what's happening with this? Are we getting stuff? And he went, oh, well, the studio's very busy for the next 12 months. So, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, so nothing. So, Commodore 47, you've got it. You might do something with it, but not for 12 months. He was like, no, completely busy. Completely booked. I was like, oh, 
okay, and he, he sort of dismissed me. That surprises me because <laughs> I'm just going to be sort of pseudo sarcastic going to say history's already finished. So why are they? They don't need to design any new units for the Germans, the Allies. Well, it's you I know think, anything I, like that. I think it's, history's already completed. <laughs> it's already done. History completed, mate. Yeah, completed, mate. I think hundred percent of it. Like they've just gone hard on the Italians. So they're trying to do that miniature range of the Italians. Okay. So, and I spoke to, I can't remember his name. I can't remember the big fella's name. I had a lovely Keith. chat. <laughs> no. I, had a lovely, name. I had a lovely chat with him at Salute. Hmm. And we were talking about how he found a guy who was like an Italian army expert. So now they're doing Italians. I said, what are you doing next? He goes, I don't know. I need to find another army expert. Yeah, that was basically how... A Finnish army expert. That's, yeah, that's Greek. kind of how it sounded to me. Like, and then they'll... Once they've got all, like, they know what the uniforms are, what the units were, like, what the weapons were, they can then sculpt that force. And remember, they don't just do bolt action. Yeah. There's the Judge Dread IP that they've got. Oh, yeah. You know, and they've done... They released that thing, which I was actually all over in my mind. And then when it came out, I didn't pull the trigger. I just don't have time and it was the fact you've got bolt action the fact you've got the seas game because you crawl seas and there's like a campaign uh, black seas black seas I've got that that uh, was a lot of fun are you sure it's black seas and not crawl seas yeah black, black seas is the is the um, is the one that's like um, oh, I don't know what scale it is I thought, that was, I thought that was pirate ships what black seas black seas no black uh Black Seas is uh, Napoleonic. Oh no! Well, Cruel Seas is the World War. Oh. So there's a so it's a World War campaign system. Black Seas is Age of Sail. Right. Yeah. No. This was so you've got submarines and U-boat. Sorry. And ships. Cross, cross purposes. I was yeah. focused on taking my jumper off. <laughs> right. Confined space. And then you've got that that you can then mix with bolt action for like a campaign type thing. And then there's the Wings of Glory. I think it's yeah, called the whatever they wanted the air, to be air land and sea type deal. Exactly, and I thought that sounds great, but I didn't see how it worked and I didn't really look into it hard enough. Um, but I think they put like a lot maybe a lot of eggs in that basket, I don't know. Um, but I'm sort of conflict is where my head would be more at just because I'm always gonna go for the more weird war sci-fi vibes. Yeah, for me it's like the Wolfenstein vibes. Yeah, so that was like sad to hear that nothing for a year. And that's just them thinking about it, so then it was not like it'd come out in a year, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I had a lovely time. Oh, lovely chats with lovely, people. Lovely day out. Oh, and I'm, I must just say, again, the more I think about it, that, so both Riches, Rich at Rocks, lovely chat with him, but Rich for Bot War Turbo Edition 2, or Bot War 2 Turbo Edition. Yes. Who was demoing that. I just want to say what a job he did, the more I think about it. Those cabinets, if you look on Facebook, under I think it might be under Bot War and under Level Up Gaming, um, all of those minis are his. Like, he just brought all those minis that he painted, oh, set all that up off his, own, yeah, that. off his own back, just because he loves the game. He ain't getting that's, paid for that. That's really impressive. So he's given I up, did not realise. Yeah, that. yeah, that whole jam is his thing. It's not his company. It's not... He just really likes the game. And wants and people to play with. To it's play the most yeah. simple gamers need of all. It's why I first went to that club in Red Hill and then we started the Spartans. Yeah. I want someone I to need, play I with. need friends. I need friends. I need friends to play with. 
yeah, it is the most simple thing. Need friends, but the work I just thought his models were great, like that he painted, and it looked great in those little display cases. He had a demo yeah, board. A nice, nice job. I don't know how much actually got people always taking photos and stuff. It looked good. I don't know how how well he did in terms of selling, but and it, and the thing is, it ain't down to like he ain't getting the money. It's no. not his money. But one guy I go came over and was talking to him, was saying, "Oh, Anthony sent you uh, missions or whatever to like do this or get this." But I don't know how much they sold. I don't, I don't know because at the minute that game, like I bought it because I want to try and understand it. I want to be in on the ground floor because I think this game's going to go places when there's more factions, like the dinosaur. Yeah, okay. the dinosaur faction, the 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 kaiju faction. I'll send you the pictures of them later. Yeah, just like an infernal faction of like demons that are robot size. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's got the if it's got the legs. Well, it doesn't at the far. minute. No, and I completely accept and agree. At this moment, it doesn't. Like, because there's not like the requirement on positioning. Say, I you haven't got to be that smart to play this game. You no, know what I mean? No, but, but also it's just not a very it's not a very interesting system. No, it's very simple. I agree, but this is my point. We're not, not we're simple, at the ground really level, bad. and 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 Anthony, who is a one-man band in Australia, making things in his garage, is already talking about the next edition. Like he said, guys, what can I do? Yeah, fair enough to like to like improve and make it more yeah. interesting. and that is really interesting to me to have someone as passionate as he is, to have people as passionate and good and as rich. rich that want this to be a thing yeah. are in on the ground floor. No one's trying to say this is like the next Gilbert War or it's where Bushido is. I, you know, I think Anthony, this Anthony Mallet, he's obviously going to be really close to it and can't, he can't be objective, can he? You know, because it's yeah. his thing and he thinks it's great. And it and it was fun, like we had fun. We had but fun, yeah. It, it hasn't got, for the minute, a USP. It hasn't got any pizzazz. And I think if they actually brought in the ability to transform, yeah, and there now are beta it's got rules. unique. Yeah, there are beta rules, and he's trying to work that out. And he said he apparently resisted more, not from an IP infringement, but from models. For every yeah. model, you need yeah, two. two models. And a lot of people No, do, you made it so the models physically transform. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people do say that the cost of models in games is their, is their problem to, to access the gateway. Like they can't access it because well, they can't afford it. That's why I looked at it, I was just like 60 quid for that box. I'm like, oh, that might yeah. be a bit high for me. Yeah, yeah, but I would, like, if you go, all right, in this box here you get all the models, like double models and it's 100 quid, I'm fine. But I accept that's not everyone, and, uh, you know, and at the minute he's buying, there's packs of cards, and if you buy single blisters, you don't necessarily have the cards, but you can get them digitally for free. Like, it's like, and we've got to accept we're going more digital. But I like the idea of being there at the ground floor to say, hey, look, I think you need to neaten up this rule, tighten up your line of sight. How can this work? Why are we doing this? The close combat, I don't think was great. I think, I personally think you should be able to do some form of attack back because the close combat felt so powerful in locking up the model. And you shoot back. Yeah. So I mean, should it be a more arrow type Well, system? shooting back is you don't know the guys. That, so like you can take a pot shot and you're like, I don't know where that shot's come from. But close yeah, combat, they're, they're there. And maybe that's a very traditional 40k way of thinking. No, I, I get that. It makes sense. But it felt that close combat was so powerful because you could lock someone up for two or three turns, which in a... Well, and even a very cheap little guy could lock a bigger guy yeah, up. Yeah, a cheap guy locked up Noctimus Prime for 
a few turns. Um, so I think that needs working on. But if we're at a stage where there's someone who's committed to making this game a thing, and if there's someone that's committed to the models and this and that and writing it and and they've proven they can do it. Like he had starter sets there. This guy's like a one-man band that has got a starter set and he hasn't used Kickstarter. He had, he did try a Kickstarter. And I should admit, I really meant to message him about it and I didn't. So he did this art that I personally don't think is is in the, is up to standard. Okay, I'm just gonna be blunt about it. Like it's good. Like the art on the card and stuff, it's fine, but it's very coral draw, it's not done. Is that was that the card art? But it's also the graphics on the cards overall were pretty. Yeah. It looked very raw. Yeah. It didn't look It finished. looked fan made type thing. But which it functionally is, man. Because maybe one guy. This is the thing. At the end of the day, it's important to remember this is one dude. Yeah, and he's done amazing. Mm. But when he did this Kickstarter, if he'd put out, instead of the art, in my opinion, if he'd gone, I've actually made these models. Here are the renders. This is actually what you're going to get. That's much more interesting to me. I had actually backed it, but it didn't go yeah. through, so I didn't. It didn't I think a lot more gamers would look at a render and just go, oh, that's the yeah. model I'm getting. That's yeah. cool. And he had actual models. He has proven track record on designing models, making models, getting them shipped out. He's, he's done it. He's got a starter set in a shop in a halfway around the world. Yeah, but, which is impressive, man. Yeah, he's done great. Um, it's, it's just, for me, it's that USP. Like, we moved some toys around, we rolled some dice... It felt very... It could have been anything. Yes, if, exactly. It felt very beginner. Um, which is fine if you're into the models enough where you're like, I'm just moving these models around. But to but me, when those you... models didn't look great. They were okay. Yeah, I And agree. I'm not trying to... Again, at the end of the day, you're not trying to disparage. And it's like... But this is just my opinion. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it, I don't have the love of Transformers no. to, to look at that and go, yes... This harkens back to one of the, my favourite TV shows when I was a kid, mm. and it's got that vibe to it. And I'm yeah, I'm really into it. So to me, I was looking at models that were like, to me, not very interesting, and a game system which didn't have anything particularly unique, unique or interesting about it. It was very much two activations a model, moving around, doing a shoot, doing a punch. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And there were special rules, um, yeah, which helped a little bit. But yeah, I don't. I need to sit down and think about it. And look at the Discord and see what changes may have already happened. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited for where it could go if it's got people as passionate as Rich uh, that want to make it yeah. a thing, you know? Yeah, and I think that the, the the Transformers lovers, who are all going to be the older generation of gamers, I think. Generally. Oh, dare you. Be accurate. Um, yeah. They're going to love it. But I do think, over time, I think the interest for it will wane. And, but no, it's, yeah, he needs to evolve. And I think I'll transform. <laughs> um, but I think it will. That's my that's my hope. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, and we'll see. But we'll, um, we'll keep you Where updated. Are people out on the roads at this time of night, man? Go know. home. Know, man. Go home to your families. Should be having Sunday dinner. Yeah. Get but, out of my way. Uh, I thought it was really good of Rich to do that. I was really impressed because when you, on, I didn't know you didn't know that was all his kit that he yeah. bought. 
I didn't realise that was all that was all rich. That yeah. was all not not one not Rumble. one guy who made the game, but that was all one guy. Yeah, I'm, gonna Rumble. Go, I'm gonna go look him up on the groups and just say That's pretty sick. I've actually. already said I'm kinda of really impressed now. I just gave him a little on Discord said, Hey man, that was really good. Um what else jumped at you, Matthew? What else jumped at me? I, I think Rock Studios was the stuff that Rock jumped. Minis. Rock Minis, sorry. Rock mini, Minis was the thing that uh, I was most like, oh. Yeah. Really tempted. And actually, I could have easily, if I hadn't been quite so light at the moment with the run up to Christmas and everything, um, I could easily have bought a fantasy army and one of the um, full spectrum dominance armies. Yeah. For a combination of what, 60 quid? Ah, I've just said that out loud. I'm just like, no. Hmm. I mean, obviously, I, there's not a fantasy army f- for me because I'm not that guy. Interesting. Did you never have a fantasy army? I had, in 93, I had an undead army. Okay. You weren't big into fantasy battle, though. No. I think that, truthfully, looking back, I mean, I was young. Yeah. Um, but old enough. And... I think that the people that were playing the so I, at that time I was playing Games Workshop Sun. Yeah. When it was actually a different well, it's gone now. Games Workshop Sun's closed, but it was in a different spot than it was when it just closed. Um, and the guys that were playing Fantasy were a different type of guy that were playing 40k. And it was almost like the the bigger boys were playing 40k, and I was like, that's cool. And then Blood Bowl came along, and I was, I was I was more into that and. I don't know with fantasy. I just, I've always been more of a sci-fi guy, and I just yeah. didn't seem to like fantasy as much. It didn't appeal to me as much. Yeah, fair enough. And I'd, I'd like to play it now, and I'm interested to see what Old World does. You know, or wouldn't you rather play Tiny Old World? <laughs> and it's interesting how they can go right. We killed Warhammer, and then go, but we've but also we brought it brought back. It back. Um, I don't see why. What was the thinking there then? Well, the, the thinking was they weren't making any money off of Warhammer because everyone had it. They need to kill it. I know, but like, it just seems so stupid to kill it for a very valid reason and now bring it back. And can we argue it's for a very valid reason? If it sells a lot, it's a very valid reason. I hear a lot of people interested in it. But it's going to be... If they just do, like, the 8th edition fantasy, people will be like, no. No. So it needs to be different. And what it can needs you to do? Very interesting. What can you do? Can we have alternate activation rank and file? And this is where Wayne's point comes in. That when you've got two like twenty year up, twenty two year olds, straight out of college, smart guys, making this game. If they've only ever played Games Workshop games, if they've only ever grown up on what Games Workshop has had in the last six years. Do they have the breadth of knowledge to, to innovate quite as effectively? Yeah, and and I'm I'm fully prepared to be like, oh, you're such just such a neckbeard. Of course they can, and maybe they can. But and then is having knowledge of an old system bad? And it, then it depends on the user because some people could take the broken bits and think they were great and put them in. Some people could go, oh, this was really good. This worked well. This didn't work well. Depends how smart that guy is. And there's something about Wayne that made me feel that if Wayne was ever involved in a, I think these were the good bits of fantasy, why don't we use these bits? I'd I trust like, yes, him. Yeah, yeah, I agree, Wayne. In Wayne, Wayne we trust. trust. Yes. 
I need Stan to, Wayne. <laughs> if there is a shift in G Dubs about having what he was talking about interactions and stuff, then that'll be really interesting, and the old world could be interesting. But and it might be that just having new kids on the block doing it, you get something real fresh. But the danger is if it's new kids on the block who don't know what the old stuff was, they could technically just do the old stuff and go, oh, it's brand new. It's like, mate. No, 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 you just made eighth. <laughs> yeah, mate, that was a while ago. So that's it. That's an interesting oh, thing. God forbid the ninth age. <laughs> well, quite. No, um, I never liked that. No, I it's not that it was bad. It was just, yeah, I understand. So Felix was saying that, because um, I was, oh, I haven't talked about that, but we was going to save that for an actual episode. Oh. But, no, what it was was 30k, of which I'm interested in, but I don't have time right now to commit to, to painting, to building. I don't have time, because we have, I have important personal things going on. Yes. Um, if, and work. What's happened is, that I don't know if, oh no, you weren't there. There was these guys that we spoke to at the weekender. I think they were Heresy Hammer, I think they're called. And I was like, hey man. And they were like, oh yeah, like, can we do a podcast? And they weren't like dicks about it, but they, I think they were surprised that I hadn't heard of them or knew that they had a Discord or podcast or whatever. Do you know what I mean? I was like, I have no knowledge of you. Yeah. And they were like, oh, we're kind of a like, big we're deal. Kind of a big and deal. We're doing lots of chat on our, on our page about rules and this and that. They've, these guys have released a fan FAQ, almost like a compact type thing, with extra characters that were left out of the book. Okay. Now, I am not a fan of fan editions. If it was for your club, fine. But when you put it out there, and, and if you run a compact at your events, fine. But once you go right, suddenly you can have all these characters that are a bit fucking naughty and a bit tasty. Then, I mean, I don't know. They could well have been playtested more than GW playtested 30k, to be fair. But my issue, and I saw this back in a long time ago now, but when I played Heroclix, Heroclix kept changing the rules, right? And the game changed to something completely different. I actually still would love to play that game. But what it meant, there was a big fundamental change in the game, and it split the community. Some people played this version, some people played that one, and the game was done, and then it actually went away for ages. And it came back with a completely different style, but it was much more going on. It used to be like you had a f- X many special powers that weren't many at all, and it was basically a coloured square on the number of your stat. Like you had move, attack, defence, and damage that you hit with. Yeah. And if you had, say, red on your damage, that you did with it meant claws and you rolled a d6 as well as that you know like if it was if on your toughness you had orange uh, on your defense you had orange you were tough if it was silver you were invincible uh, and it meant you take one off or two off if you had black you had outwit or whatever you know like it was it was color coded to these stats yeah and then suddenly they went well there's white and half colors and this and this team ability and it got so much bigger but it split the community so if you go to an event and someone goes hi I've got this character you're like that character's not in the rule book Oh, but it's in the fan edition. Yeah, but I've never seen that character. Why are you playing a character? Who's made this up? Do you know, it can split the community. It's what what's what's permissible, what's not. Yeah, and if and you... can't I then just say, I've brought Fazzy Quasbander, yeah. and he's he's got 86 wounds and, uh, and toughness 12. Yeah. And, and he's 400 points, yeah, but he also kills planets. 
<laughs> so it's fine that these guys have like, done it. Like, fine, cool, knock yourself out. But I am not aware of anyone that's given them a mandate to do this. Yeah, and it's like, I, I get their point of view. You know, they're trying to improve it. But, but at that point, couldn't everyone and their mums make their own version? Yeah, exactly. And then we've just got fucking chaos and no consistency. That's the this reason you wait for an official version. Unless yeah. there's a... Which we should have had. Unless there's something like the Guildball Community Project where it's a game that's been stopped and it's like they've almost been given a mandate to do it, by, but they have. By Steamforge, they've kind of gone, can we well, do this? Steamforge I think one of the reasons that they ran that Kickstarter for the physical models was to take it as a mandate. So if enough people did it and backed it, it was like, we in G, Guild, Gotham City Police Force, we trust. You know, that's how they took it, I think. But no one that I know of was saying, Heresy Hammer, come to our rescue. You know what I mean? And like, cool that they've done it. And if people want to use it, great, knock yourselves out. And if your club's like all in on it, cool. But if you're going to an event and someone's going, I'm using this character from this pack. So then the TO's got to say yes or no. And if they go yes, and you've never heard of this pack, and they've got this crazy Iron Hand character that they've never heard of. I don't know. It can lead to a little bit of like, mm. but maybe 30k is fine for it because I know they all go, oh yeah, we're all like, not, like, um, we're all narrative players. No, you're fucking not. I've been enough. And, I, not, I, and now that 30k's had its second second revival, it absolutely fucking isn't. Yeah, people people want to win because more and more people are coming into it. And thirty k did used to it used to be quite elitist in that it was because yeah. it was so expensive. It was like very elitist, and people were very like they treated it like it was a historical war game. And it's like, oh, I'm sorry, like that specific pauldron wasn't actually worn by that legion from that period of time. So this is all made up. Yeah. None of this is real. Chill the fuck out. And it's and it's fine. Like but, someone like me wasn't bothered about that, or yeah, someone exactly. saying I wasn't bothered. Were. Yeah, and I wasn't bothered about someone but, saying it. But me. now what you've got is you, it's got the other way that you've got all the people who want to take this game overly seriously and fucking dominate. It's like this yeah. is it, mate, it's just toy soldiers. But I mean, to, we can talk about this phrases, but yeah. So the point yeah. was that Felix had said, I think I'm not fully across it at all, not across it in any way. That Ninth Age might have had a split in this regard. Oh really? So something happened in Ninth Age because like Felix was all in. He like, was he big was, on Ninth Age. He was deep. Yeah, but he's now out. And I think something happened to split the community in twain. And I think it was something like this. Well, with, like, John doesn't really play either, does he? No, but John's uh, the, for the last couple of years, John's played what Felix has told him to play. Yeah, Felix's best. So like, today, he's like, John, way. you're going to play. You're going to this BG event. Today. Yeah. He's like, oh, okay. All right, cool. I pick you up. Okay. And John went and played an event and had fun. And do you know what? That was the biggest takeaway, I think, you, for you and I, was when we walked around, we were like, why aren't I want to play, play games. games? And do you know what, Barry? We would have been playing games today had you not said, let's go to this event. We were going to play a game together, but... So actually, you're, you're to blame. You're I'm, the reason we're not playing games I'm the today. problem. But how fun would it have been if we'd gone and played in that Bushido event? I didn't know there was a if Bushido event. Known, we would have had to go down a lot, easier, a lot earlier. And it would have a two-day event. Was it two days? No, I think it was oh, one day. I think, think they only played today. I reckon there was a six-man tournament. I reckon it was one day. Right, 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 okay. I reckon they played three rounds and that was today. Yeah, probably. So that would have been fun. Um, but equally, we wouldn't then have had the joy of walking around and trying a new game. No, and time. that's my main jam at the thing. But I I really wanted to go to an event, a Bushido <laughs> event. I'm not going to go with the aim of actually winning, though. No, no, no. I think that time, that, that ship has sailed for me. That time has passed. Oh, but you say that. Yeah, but like you say that, and I know that we'd go in with the best of intentions. But the oh, I still want to win. The moment I'm not, you kill I, I, that first model, you're like, I'm on it. 
It's gonna come back. I know it Maybe. is. Maybe, but I don't think I don't I don't think Bashir is the game for that. I don't think it's tight enough. It's not Gilball. Like Gilball, we've talked about it before. We've said Gilball was lightning in a bottle. Gilball yeah. had something special. It was so tight. It was a perfect tournament game. It's like early X-wing before it got fucking crazy and for IG eighty eight. Yeah, it, it's, it's early X-wing well, was exceptional as a tournament game as well. And it was fun because I was flying pew pew spaceships around. And pew pew spaceships with Luke Skywalker in them. Yeah. And it is a game I must admit I would be interested in playing. Um, and it's, again, we should save this for a proper episode. But I want to talk, uh, hopefully when we actually record episode 50, Shatterpoint might have more information. The Star yeah. Wars skirmish. I do think we should get involved in the playtesting. I can't do that. Like and uh, we've said, not. we want to do playtesting for Bushido, and you can't playtest. Like we've done playtesting, and it is it's for long. It's can't be for long. Yeah, exactly. So you can't do that. I'm up for doing a game, but the thing is, Bushido. I reckon if we said, "Hey, could we be playtesters?" They'd be like, "Yeah, sure." If we said for Shatterpoint, they'd be like, "Who are you and why?" You know, because there's yeah, because they put it out to the world, and loads more people yeah. are going to play. And it's a Star Wars. Thing. Play that, yeah. Play that then. Bushido, sadly for Bushido, but you know, that's how it is. No, you're right. But there was a lot of salt, man, about how Legion players were like, they've done it to our mind, they're going to do it to us, they're going to kill us. But I I don't, I didn't see Shatterpoint existing as Legion not existing. No, Kill Team hasn't killed 40k, has it? No. Um, but it was interesting that we heard that 30k was outselling 40k. Yeah. And that's crazy. Yeah. That and really is crazy to me. And I know it's like 30k players tend to be the, because of the Forge World link, they were the more, like, moneyed version. Like, people in, for 30k would spend thousands, where 40k players would spend hundreds. But And I think plastic vehicles is probably yeah. contributed to that. Because people, like, a plastic... I didn't think 40k would be outside of 30k, though. That surprises me massively. Yeah. And the vote, I've got to be honest, if you'd said to me squats are coming back, I would. I was not one of the people clamouring for this to happen. No, I couldn't. To clarify. I like the Votan, though. I really like them as a... Yeah. They're not my jam. I, no, I mean, as a, like, for, in terms of design and, like, their, um, their lore and how they fit into the world, right. I think they're really nice. They're really cool. I am tempted to buy, if I, if I, if I can get one, just one of the guys on the bikes, like the hover bike thing. They're in packs of three. Oh, are they? Yeah. Right. I just really They're fancy three, three one. Units, I think. I'd love to paint one like really weathered up and dirty and yeah. make him like a bike a biker type guy. I'd love to do that. But not over and above other things. Yeah. Um who knows? I might you know. Who does know? Between feeding a baby, I might get time to paint. <laughs> um We'll see what happens over Christmas. But I would love to do some gaming and hobby and actually, well, we talk about it. Well, me and Dave, uh, Lofty, I don't know, you know Lofty, don't you? Dave yes. Lofty, yeah. So yes, we've, I do. we've done a couple of, um, we've done a couple of just hobby days where we've just met up and built and paint models. That's it. Just hang out, talking hobby and doing hobby things. That's cool. Because um, he's slowly building up a um, Age of Sigmar army, he, he'd notice the Nash. And so I'm building up my vampires, 
Yeah, and we just we're just working on that. And, and that's the, been quite fun. At the minute, we haven't found time to record an episode, no. let alone play a game. Yeah, well, we played a game today. We just. Uh, still playing the game. <laughs> but that's that's the issue. Like we need more more time. But it's like we said earlier, it's choices. Right? And right now we're choosing family and friends over games for the yes, moment. That is that is accurate. And John's not... choosing computer games, Dan's choosing board games. Dan's a con today, he's at um yeah, he's MCM doing cosplay things. John was playing John had the John was doing the best. John was actually John was the actually guy doing that's the best. out of miniature games. games was doing the best at playing miniature games. Yeah, incredible scenes. Oh, close. It was a little. Not for not immediate listener. No, no, of, no. Yeah, that was other people on the road ahead of us. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree that um, we need to. We need well, to me and you need to set a day yeah. to play some machinos. But it's an odd time of year as well. Getting towards it? Christmas and stuff. Although I've got Christmas off. I don't know if you do. So when um, little one is born, yes. I will have two weeks off. Preparing when I don't get maternity leave. Yeah. Fair. Um, so I'm just saying I'm not there at work for two weeks and I don't get paid for two weeks. Yeah. And I've got to try and find someone to come and do some help out the team while I'm not there. Um, but then I think 16th of December, Friday? Oh, that's that Saturday. I'm not sure. Whatever around that date is, we break for three weeks. Oh. Um, so hopefully I'll get my life in order and adjust to the new system, <laughs> <laughs> the new world order. And then... Uh-huh. Um, I'd love it if you guys could come round and we do our 50th episode. Yeah. That'd be really cool. That would be really fun. Um, we might, The four of us can't... I know John's very up for it and he's got a lot of time and he's like, Baz, I'm coming round. Um, you're off because of school. I'll so make, and I'll make an effort. So hopefully we can coax Dan out. Just get some like, cheese or something like that. Yeah, and out. just do an... A, a classic roll better by the Christmas tree episode be because I think we've done like two episodes or something this year it's been ridiculous yeah it has been silly. and I know for me for my part that's because I've had some very particular things going on and it's also just hard to get all four of us together and we might sometimes just have to accept they need to be remote episodes yeah I think that's true I think we're going to move forward with our new right now we've switched to Anchor and we're going to have to accept yeah, that things are going to change butter and we are going to have to do some remote episodes, even though our USP is our chemistry, which is generated from us all being together. But you never know, we might be able to get some um, where we can all meet up as well. Yeah. Well, um, I think let's call that on a classic Baz and Matt sidebar episode. Yeah, we're, we're, we're at a jaunty angle in yeah. your driveway. Yeah. And I'm going to hop out and go home. Cool, man. Should we stop the recording? We did, we did really well. Well, first up, let's see if it's actually still recording. It, it is. is. An hour 30, that's excellent. Do we do we want to do the thing? Do we still say After you, bro. I, I, you know, um, thank you very much for listening, and please do roll better. And then... And then uh, that, that's and I'll put the yeah, handbrake on, and... And now we're safe. Stop it. You need to roll better.